All right, we're starting Davav. Um, we're picked up, picking up on Hayam and Bayes, the last line. So the Pasuk said, uh, the, the Mishnah said, Ezu Katan, who, what is considered, what's the category of a Katan? Ezu Katan, Kol Sheini Yachal Lerkov Al Ksefei Shel Aven. Okay, so we have a Machlekes, we have a Machlekes, Be Shammai and Be Shalal. What is the level in which a Katan is Chayiv B'Ri'iyah? Okay, now this is going to fall into the getter of Chinuch. Okay, but the question is, what is the minimum age? So Beishamai said, it's, Beishamai is more, more machmer. As soon as the child, as soon as the father can carry the child on his shoulders, is a chiv to bring him up for, um, that's the chiv of Re'iyah. Remember Rashi said, and we'll speak out something on this soon, Rashi said, okay? So Beishamai says that no, it's, meaning the child has to be older, meaning the point in which the child can take, the father can take the child by the hand and the child's able to walk on his own. So that's a, that's a, a higher bar. Okay, so Beis is more makel. You have a little bit longer until that point. So now the Gemara wants to know, Maskev Lerbzeira. So this is really going to be Bein Lebeis Bein Lebeis Either way, Ad Hocha Man Asiye. Who brought him until here? Meaning, Rashi speaks out. And you really have to expound on this Rashi. Rashi says that Number one, which is interesting, we'll go back to what we said before, is that the Chi of Aliyah is from Yerushalayim to Har Habayis. Here he says Har Habayis. Rashi before said, right? So, so you have to actually look back. The Mishnah itself said that what's the Chi of? The Chi of was, when we read the Mishnah, at what point do you, the father have to bring the child? So he said, who's, if, the, if the child, meaning at what point is the child, they still said, as soon as the, the child can hold the father's hands and walk from Yishalayim to Harabais. Well, according to Rashi, where do we say the Chiyav of Re'iyah was? Lehisra'is ba'azara, to be seen in the Azara. Right? So how do you reconcile these two? Is it to the Harabais or the Azara? So Tosus Yantav actually on the Mishnah already addresses this way back at the beginning of the Mishnah. And he says that that really, that there was no kunz. Yes, he has to be seen in the Azara. But once you can get into the Harabayas, that was the hard climb. From the Harabayas up to the Azara, there were stairs. It was very easy to get there. So that's why we, the Mishnah says once he's, the child is able to kind of uh, traverse the rugged terrain, you know, he's able to get up to Harabayas, then of course the mitzvah is Bazar. Okay, but either way, but what's, what's the Gemara asking over here? So I don't understand. The whole Chiyav is for the father to go ahead and bring the child from Yerushalayim to Harabayas. Well, how did they get to Yerushalayim? Now, maybe you'll tell me the father brought him there, okay? Well, Mustama, the mother brought him there, right? No, what, what are we saying? Mustama, because normally when we talk about chinuch, and what's different about this mission, normally when we talk about chinuch is we talk about a katan she'enet tzarech li'imai. That's usually the bar, five, six, we've had this age before, but here this is a lower bar. The child is much younger here. So what we're saying is, it's definitely a, a child that needs his mother, right? He can't go without his mother. He can't spend two weeks without his mother or however long it takes to walk to get to Yushalayim. So we're picking up this story from Yushalayim to Harabayas, but how did that child get to Yushalayim? Now, the understanding here is, what's unspoken, we'll see this in a second, the Gemara is going to answer this, is that the woman does not have a chiv of simcha, she doesn't have a, a chiv of, sorry, of re'iya. She doesn't have to come up, right? We know that it's the men have to come up. Kol zechorcha, kol zechorcha. So the woman doesn't have to go. So the Gemara is assuming that she doesn't have a mitzvah of simcha beregel. She doesn't have to go up and eat basar kajim, okay? And therefore the Gemara says, no, 
Until the point, meaning to, to be in Yerushalayim, the mother is required to be there. Why? Because she's b'chayev. I see, I, I see say, ime. So the mother brought, must have brought the kid up to Yerushalayim. Okay, so the mother brings the child to Yerushalayim. Why? Why does she have to be in Yerushalayim? Zakt Rashi. Ah, now we're gonna now we're gonna address this. Mechayev b'simchal lalois l'regel b'lesmayach b'chag imbala. She has to be with her husband there. Dal asimcha nitztavu noshin deksibich v'samachta v'samachta ato uveisacha. Ah, so simcha is a chiyav on the woman. Okay, so we're seeing, seeing to say here that what is the mitzvah of simcha that the woman goes up to be with her husband mistama to eat the basar kachim. Okay, Tosis now says, I don't understand. Rashi brings down in Kedushin, Kashan Rashi. Rashi now seems to be saying that what's the mitzvah? L'smayach b'chag imbawa. That she should go ahead and be in Yerushalayim with her husband. That is the simcha. Mestama eating the basar, right? The basar of the kachim. That is simcha in simcha el basar. In the times of the base of Mikdash, basar kachim, right? So Mestama. That's the mitzvah of Simcha. However, Rashi in Kedushin says that what's the mitzvah, famous Gemara, what's the mitzvah of Simcha for a woman? That the, that, that the husband has to buy her clothing. Okay, so how do you reconcile the two? So, the Pnei Yeshua explains in Rashi that there's levels. The best case scenario, okay, is for the woman to go up with her husband. That's the ideal. That's the, that's the mitzvah of Mokhar. Is to go up and eat the basar kachim. If she can't, maybe okay, but if she can't, uh, so in Rashi, if she can, then it's secondary, right? This, the second best option is that the husband buys clothing. Okay, again, Tesis learns differently in other places in Kedushin. He says that depends if it's before the Mitzvah was destroyed or afterwards what the Mitzvah is. But within Rashi, there seems to be a Mitzvah of Simcha either with clothing or for her to come up to Shalim and eat the Basar Kachim. The ideal, they want to say, is L'smach B'chagim Bala. Okay, so now in Rashi, the shock of attire, the Gemara, right? Now you have to go back and say, what's the Hava meaning? We automatically took it for granted that there was no mitzvah simcha. What do you, what do you mean? No. So now in Rashi, it makes a lot of sense. The Gemara was understanding initially, the woman doesn't have to be there. She doesn't have to be in Yerushalayim because she could be Yitzah, her mitzvah of simcha. The husband can buy her clothing. So now the Gemara is asking, if she doesn't have to be there, how did the child get up there? Ah, to which Gemara answers, no, there's an ideal, at least the way Mepharshim explained in Rashi, there's an ideal mitzvah, which is that she shows up in Yerushalayim, and she eats the basar simcha, and that is why, so, so Mestamas, she would have done the mitzvah in the ideal way, and she's the one that brought the child up. Now, let's move on. So Rabbi Tachas went ahead and brought a raya for Beis Hillel, Keneged Beis meaning Beis holds more machmer, that as soon as the child can be carried on his father's shoulders, even if he can't walk, there's a mitzvah of re'iyah on the father, mitzvah of chinach, and um, Beit Hillel holds that only when the child can walk. So we know the famous story that Elkanah had two wives, Penina and Chana. Chana, right? Chana eventually had Shmuel, but she didn't have children for a long time. She went up, she had children. Okay, now, what happened was post. Finally, she had a baby. She goes up, right? So Ailey thought she was drunk. And finally, she had a child. And it was time, right? She promised, once I have this child, I'm going to dedicate it to, to, to Hashem, right? And he's going to be a Nazir. So now, so she didn't go up to be Ayla Rego with her husband, right? Why? Because she told her husband, until I've weaned the child. Now, how long is the weaning period? That's 24 months. Okay, so she didn't go up until 24 months. That'd be Yosef. 
understand why was Hanan waiting 24 months. The age, maybe at 24 months, a toddler could walk. Fine, that's the age to walk. But, but, um, but could have gone on the father's shoulders before 24 months. Elamai. It's a kashan by Shammai, right? That's Heshiv Rebetachas Beis Hill, Lidivrei Beis Shammai. Meaning, he was answering for Beis Hill against Beis Shammai. Okay, meaning it's a kashan Beis Shammai. How we see from Chana here clearly. Now, very, very interestingly, um, there's only just one little problem with this. Why, what's the mitzvah to bring the child up? Chenach. When was the mitzvah of Chenach established? By the Rabbanon. Way after the time of Shmuel. So what are we talking about over here? So the Tziv says, yeah, Bavadai, look, you're right. It was, only, it was only formalized as a mitzvah, you know, a, a chi of the Rabbanon later. But Mistama, somebody who was, you know, Elkanah, somebody who was on that high level, even before then, would have, would have practiced. It's good practice to engage in the mitzvah of Chenech as well, right? So he would have, Mistama, uh, had the mitzvah of Chenech. I just thought it was interesting. Amalei Avua. Okay, so now, what we're going to answer. Amalei Avua, Abelitameich. So... Vora responded, the father responded, the Tamech Tikshila Khana Gufa. So I don't I don't understand. Miloy Mechaiva Besimcha. One second. How was Khana not going up? She had a mitzvah of Simcha. Ella Khana Mefankusa Yisei Rasa Khazya Baby Shmuel. She recognized that Shmuel was is fascinating. Shmuel on the Moshe, level of Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was a child, his, his mother thought that he was very uh Mefankusa, that he was very uh, soft. He wasn't gonna be able to handle the trip up. Okay, she's afraid that, that the, the trip would be too dangerous for Shmuel, and therefore, you're right, really, as we can answer for Beishamah, really, he, he, Shmuel, the, the age, would have sent, she would have sent him up was earlier, like Beishamah, as soon as he can go on her father's shoulders, but Shmuel specifically was an extra soft, sensitive kid, okay, and he wasn't going to be able to handle the, the trip. Now, Bayi Rabbi Shimon, now, okay, new, new did. Okay, we had him at So we explained who would have brought him up to this point. Now, let's discuss next in. So, Katon, who is a Chiger, according to Beishamai, meaning like this. If we're talking about a Gadol, well, let me read it first. Okay, meaning, is there a Chiv for a Katon Chiger according to Beishamai? Beishamai who holds that a Katon has to go up as soon as he's able to ride on his father's shoulders. So we see that it's not a condition of the Chiv Ali Larega like a Gadol, a Gadol who's a Chiger, he can't go up so there's a Pator for him. But the Katon who never needed to never needed to be able to walk on his own according to Beishamai. He could always go on his father. So maybe if he's a chiger, he's lame. It's of no consequence. Who cares? And the father should still have the chiv to bring him up. So according to Beishamai, that's a kasha. Or, or suma l'divreshneim, if you're blind, according to both of them, mahu. Meaning a blind person normally has to be able to see. That's some of the reason for the Torah. But if the katan, anyways, his father is leading him, so he doesn't need to see, would we say that the father is still chayim? Now, the one wants to know, hey, chidami, ilim b'chigar sheni yacholis, pashet v'suma sheni yacholis, lehis pateach. So if we're talking about a permanent, a permanent um, handicap, the chigar can't, can't get healed, and the suma can't, uh, will never be able to see. So then hashta, again, what's the reason for bringing the son up? For chinuch. Well, if it's not going to be relevant to him, because he's always going to be blind and he's always going to be lame, we can't fix it. So hashta godol pater katanmi. Of course a katan's going to be pater. This whole thing is for chinuch anyways. And if it's, if it's untreatable, 
So then what's the question? Either let's say we're talking about a lame child, okay, so the child has a handicap, that will eventually go away, it'll correct itself. That again, the blindness will get healed. My. Okay, what's the din? Again, like we explained, according to Beishamai on the first question, we never needed for a katan to be able to walk on his own, so maybe chigar shouldn't matter. And according to both of them, the father is leading him up at least, so maybe he doesn't need to see, maybe he should be potter. Amar Rabbiya, is a rule. Kol so wherever a gadol is going to be chayiv midaraisa katanami, mechanchen lei midarabonim. Kol heichad de gadol potter midaraisa midarabonim katanami potter. Okay, so therefore, what we see is that it's going to be dependent. The, 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 rule, the, the, the rule for katanim is going to follow gadanim. And if the gadol is going to be potter midaraisa, then we're going to potter the, the katan, even if the reason for the concern or the, or the uh, tour is something that's only relevant to Ugado still. We're going to follow that through and it's going to be Pater. Now, just one thing that actually uh, works out here, the Chazanish points out, that even though, <laughs> there's a din that if a Gado can't go up without his, without his friend, let's, for whatever reason, let's say he doesn't have a physical handicap, but you know, he needs, he needs somebody to support him, to help him get up there, okay? So that would be a p'tur. So he would be somebody that's not able to go up, okay? So it would be some sort of reason why he can't go up. Yet, the, the only way this, this katan is able to go up is with the support of his father. And we just set a rule, that they're totally zebezet. So how do you understand? So he points out, is that, again, it goes back to, and we spoke this out a little bit when we asked the Shiloh, that built into the, kat, the chi of katan, is the fact that the father's leading him. That's considered the ideal way for a katan. For a gadol, the ideal way is he has to be able to go on his own. So they, they, they're starting off at different places. And therefore, the fact that the katan needs the father to either carry him on his shoulders or to lead him up there is not going to be considered a psural for the katan. That's built into the way the mitzvah, the mitzvah is required to be done for a katan. Okay. So, okay. Well, let's go back to the Mishnah. Now, and we're going to get, we're going to discuss the verse over here. So, there are, again, three karbanos, and we'll see this in the Bryce in a second, but there's three mitzvahs, right? There's ri'iyah, which is lehisra oiz ba'azara, to go up from, like we said, from Yerushalayim to Harabayas, be seen in the Azara, according to what Rashi explains it. Okay, that is number one. The, a showing up triggers a chi of oilah, v'lo yiru reikam. That's the oilah's ri'iyah. Okay, so it's part A, part B. Okay, we'll see. Again, we said that according, that's according to the Bavli. The Bavli learns it, that they are, one triggers the other, according to Moshe Rishonim. Moshe Rishonim, that one triggers the second. Okay, so the showing up in the Azara triggers the and that's why you have to bring the other The second mitzvah is Shalmei Chagiga. Okay, that's to bring a Shlomim on Yontif, first day of Yontif. Uh, second day of Yontif. I think you don't bring it on Yontif. I'm pretty sure you bring it on Chalmai. And then the third one is Shalmei Simcha. Now, the way we explain Shalmei Simcha was it's the third mitzvah is that if one has Nadarim and Nadavais, that he committed to before, meaning Shalmei Simcha means the mitzvah of Simcha to eat basar hektish, eat basar hektish, which has to be eating Yerushalayim, on Yantif. Now, if somebody doesn't have Nedarim and Nedavis, then they would have to bring a separate covering for that. But that's the third one over here. So now, we said of the first two, Re'iyah, we have an Eilis Re'iyah and a Shalmei Chagiga. Be'Shalmei holds Re'iyah Shtei Kasef, and the Eilah has to be two Kasef, and the Shalmei Chagiga could be one. Be'Shalol says that no, that the Shalmei Chagiga is... Two, the Chagiga is two, the Shlomim, and the Oila is one. 
Now, let's explain this. Why? Why do we say that the Ri'ya, the Oilus Ri'ya is more? Sharia Oila, Kula Lagavaya. That is on a higher level. It's more chashib. It goes up to Hashem. It's an all in Oila. And therefore, it has to be more expensive. That's number one. When we talk about Kivsei Atzeres versus the, when we look at the Karbanos Sibur that are brought on Shavuos, that there are seven Shivas Kivasim as an Oila, and there are only two Kivasim, Shtei Kivasim, the Shtei Kivasim that are brought with the Shtei Alechem that are Shlamim. So we see that there are more Oilas than Shlamim on Shavuos. So we see that the Oila has to be more expensive, more valuable. argue. They say, the Re'iya, the Oila could be less. Why? Number one, that the Chagiga applied before Matan Torah. Not true for Re'iya. Okay, so let's talk about this for one second. The Pasuk in Mishpatim talks about the initiation process that occurred. Now, according to Rashi, that was where the Pasuk says, Nasev and Ishma, right, in Mishpatim. Now, according to Rashi, he holds Ein Mukdam and that initiation process of the, they actually brought a Shlomim and an Oilam, okay, which is going to create a little bit of an issue here, which tomorrow is going to basically discuss now. So, they brought a Shlomim and an Oilam before, okay? That, Rashi holds that that was Lufnei Ma'am Torah, Ein Mukdam even though it's written in Mishpatim, it really occurred before Ma'am Torah, okay? The other Rishonim that hold that there is Mukdam Ma'am will have to say that even though it might have occurred after Matan Torah, not like Rashi, Rashi holds before Matan Torah, you'd have to say that the, the Tziva, the commandment to bring it, was before Matan Torah. Okay, so either way, some version of Kaidim we, we say here is Kaidim Adibar. So Basil says, you want to know why Chagiga is more expensive than, why you have to, you have to spend more on Chagiga than the Shlamim, the, I'm sorry, the, the Chagiga than the Oila, why you spend more on the Chagiga than the Oila, is because Chagiga, Yeshna Lefnei Hadibar, that there was a Chib Lefnei Hadibar. What the Gemara is going to have to bavern is well, it was also an Eulah. They brought a Shlamim and an Eulah. Okay, they brought both. So we're going to have to address that. Masha'en came to Re'iyah. There was no Eulah's Re'iyah before. There was a Shalmei Chagiga, right? Or a Shlamim, not a Shalmei Chagiga, but a Shlamim before. But there was no Eulah's Re'iyah both Lifnei Hadibar. And therefore, Shlamim is on a higher level. And also, we see by the Nisim, there are more Shlamim than Eulah's. Meaning, when we, when we do the final count, we, the, the Pasuk says at the end of the Nesim, this is called Bakarlaila Shneim Asar Parim. So for Oilas, there were only a total of 12, one for each Nasi, and the Shlamim of the same Parim, the same cows, were 24. So therefore, says Basil, they each have two data points, right? Why they want to say that, that so Basil says that's two reasons why the Shlamim, why the Shlamim should be worth more than the Oilas. Okay, and Beishamai had two reasons as well. Now, so let's address this. Beishillel, my time, so why does Beishillel not say like Beishamai? Okay, meaning what's wrong with Beishamai's Raya? Ah, because you're telling me the Oila is all, all up to Hashem, it goes all to Hashem, it's all Kulu Lugvaya. So, for Adarabah says Beishillel, that you know what? In some, in some ways, the Chagiga needs to be more expensive than the Eulah. Now, the Mepharshim explained, there's no real Havamina to think that a Chagiga, because part of it goes up to Gavaya and part of it's eaten by, 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 the, by the person who's bringing it, there's no real reason to say that it should be more Chashev. 
An oil is definitely more chashiv. We're not talking about chashivas here. We're talking about practically speaking. I need a bigger carbon because I need oil agvaya, and I need a bigger carbon because the bilem have to eat too. So since I need a bigger, I require a physically bigger carbon, so therefore when you have one carbon that has to be two, two dollars, one carbon has to be one dollar, ma versus one ma, then the one that requires two achilos would have to be a bigger carbon because I need to feed more people. I have to feed Hashem and the bilem. Okay, okay, and to the other raya of Beishamai, Beishamai said that the reason why oil is more expensive is because we see when it comes to Shavuos, there were more oilos in the Shlamim. Done in carbon yachem, carbon yachem, done in carbon yachem, carbon sibar. Well, guess what? Says Beisalol. Atzeres Shavuos, that's carbon sibar. Here we're talking about carbon yachid. So I'm going to learn it from carbon yachid. Okay, I'm going to learn it from Nesim, which is carbon yachid, and not from Shavuos, which is carbon sibar. Now, what's Beishamai? And then we're going to have a, we're basically going to go back and forth over here. I mean, it's a lot of back and forth. Beishamai, my time, alarm, Why does Beishamai hold like Beishamai that the oil has to be, the oil has to be more expensive if you spend more on that than the Shlomim? So the Ka'amr, Chagiga Adifa, the Yeshel Lefnei Adibar, ah, you want, why? You wanted to tell me Chagiga was more important because they brought a Chagiga before Matan Torah. Re'iyah, right, there was a Shlomim before. Re'iyah, Nami Yeshel Lefnei Adibar. Guess what? They brought Eilus too, like we, we addressed. They brought Shlomim and Eilus. So they brought Eilus as well. And that which you basically said, learn from the Nesim, where there were more Shlomim than there were Eilis. I'd rather learn from Atzeres, from Shuas, because that is something that exists past the one time thing. I'm not going to learn when it comes to my Eilis, uh, which is, which is, you know, Bizman Beis Mikdash, where we're after. That point, I'm not going to learn that from Nisim. Nisim was a one time thing. It wasn't Nagel It was a one time thing. So you're right. For that one time exception for the Nisim, they brought more Shlomim. But it doesn't mean that when we talk about moving forward, that you should spend more on Shlomim than you should for Eilis. Now, so now, Taku, we have to understand this, right? Like what we spoke out that before Mount Tara, when they brought those Kamaranas, they did bring a Shlomim and an Eilim. So why is it, Basil, my they brought Zvachim Shlomim. Riyanami Haksib Bayalu Oilas. The Pasik says Bayizbuchu Zvachim Shlomim Mashem Parim. Right. So it says both. Right? The Pasik says Bayishlach has narrow bene Israel Bayalu Oilas. That's why it was bad. That's what I was throwing out. Bayizbuchu Zvachim Shlomim Mashem Parim. That's what the Pasik says. So it says that they brought Oilas and Shlomim. So I don't understand, Basil. How are you telling me that just the Shlomim was Lefnei Hadibar, and that's why it should be more? There were Eilus Lefnei Hadibar as well before Mount Terra. So the Gemara says like this: No. Kasavri Beis Hillel Eilus Shekrivi Yisroma Midbar Eilus Tamid Hado. They hold that that wasn't an Eilus Riyah. That wasn't a. Now you have to understand what was going on. It was Maybet Har Sinai, so it was really an Eilus Riyah, right? Meaning. The, the Beishama is holding it sounds like it's a, when you look at the Pasuk they Vayechazues Ha'elekim that's what the Pasuk says afterwards right Vayechazu that's where it ends so it, in a way it was an Eilus Riyah Beishama says no that Eilus was not an Eilus Riyah that was the Eilus Tamid that was a carbon Tamid and therefore okay you can't compare that when I have you know, it's, when I have a Shlomim and a Tamid that doesn't compare to Shame Chagiyah and Eilus Riyah because this is a different Zach entirely the, what was Adibar was a carbon tum and not an Eilus Re'iyah, okay? <coughs> and therefore, there was no Eilus Re'iyah before. Versus Beishamai holds that, no, what they brought was an Eilus Re'iyah. We're going to get into this right now. What they brought back there with the Shaman was actually an Eilus Re'iyah, okay? And therefore, 
he says that they were both Lufnei Hadibar, and therefore you have no right. That's what Beishamay said. Now, So now let's split this up. We now essentially have a machlikis, right? We have a machlikis for how much to spend when it comes to Elis Riyah versus Shamei Chagiga, but really it also is dependent on a machlikis when, when the Bnei Yisrael brought Karbanas before Mount Nantara, we know everybody says they brought a Shlomim and they brought an Eulah. What was that Eulah? Beishamay says that was an Eulah's Riyah for seeing the Shechina or meeting the Shechina. And Beis Hillel says it was the Karban Tamah. That was the Eulah. Okay, so now we're going to divide this up. Everyone's going to take sides. Amr Abayah. Beishamay, Rebbe Lazar, Rebbe Shmal, Kulos, Sviruluhu, Eulah, Shrekri, Yusam, Midbar, Eulah's Riyah. So they're in the camp. Uh, they're on the team Beishamay, right? Rebbe Lazar, Shamutihu. Taisus addresses how could Rabbi Shmuel go like go like go like um, how could Rabbi Shmuel go like Beishamai if we know that Beishamai can't get Beisol Beisol in a Mishnah so he says that um, modification Rabbi Shmuel Taisus says that Rabbi Shmuel holds that they never argued about this okay but either way there is a camp camp Beishamai holds team Beishamai holds that the oil that was brought before Mountain Torah was an oilus Re'iyah. That we'll call Team Beis Hillel. That's Beis Hillel, Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Yisrael. That the oil was an oilus Tamid. Now, Beis Shammai, so Hada'amra. We just went through the process over here because that was their response to Beis Hillel saying that no, an oil, you can't tell me a Shlomim is better because it was a Fnei Hadibar. Eulah's Re'iyah was also Lufnei Adibar. So we know that Beishamai has to hold that the Eulah brought before Ma'antar was an Eulah's Re'iyah. Rabbi Shmuel de Tanya. So how, does Rabbi, how do we know that Rabbi Shmuel holds that the Eulah that was brought before Ma'antar was an Eulah's Re'iyah? The Tanya. Rabbi Shmuel Laimer. Because Rabbi Shmuel says the following. The, I would say the outline of the Halacha was said, the Klolois, right? The general rules, we'll call it outline, was said at Har Sinai. Upratos and it was only explained later, meaning in regards to specifically the dinim of Karbanais. So at Sinai, we, the Kaddish Baruch Hu brought up the concepts of you have to have a Karban Tamar. What does the Pasuk say? Right? So we definitely brought up a concept of a, of a Karban Tamar at Har Sinai. But the Pratois, the dinim, specifically Hefshit Vinituach, what I have to do to this Karban, does it require Hefshit Vinituach? Okay, did not, those dinim did not, were not taught until the Eomai. Rabbi Akiva Amar, he argues, he says no, that at Sinai, it wasn't just the, the general rule that you have to bring a Tamid, but they went through the dinim as well, all the dinim. They were repeated in the that every All the details were given at all three times, and they were repeated three times. Now, so we're going like this, Rabbi Shmuel said that what? Klolos were said at Sinai, and the Pratis weren't said till later. So if you're going to tell me that the oila that was brought, that what they actually brought at Har Sinai was a, a carbon tamin, would, meaning, according to Rabbi Yishmael, he says that the prate dinim, let's say, for instance, hefshef the fact that I have to skin the animal and chop it up into pieces, that wasn't said until later. So how could you possibly say that at Har Sinai they would, brought, they would have brought a carbon tamid? A carbon tamid has specific laws. They didn't know the laws until later. So you want to tell me originally they gave it and that HaKadosh Baruch who gave them the mitzvah of carbon tamid and they didn't do it properly? They didn't do Hefshev and Ituach and it was only later that they added more dinim to it? That wouldn't make any sense. Okay? All right? And therefore, you can't tell me a carbon tamid requires Hefshev and Ituach. That's what the, those are the rules. So they, you can't have tell me that the, the, the laws of what the definitions of a common tubbin would have changed. Okay? Rebbe Le- 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 Now, 
just to speak this out, okay? So I, again, if we're in Rabbi Shmuel, that means what did they bring? They brought an ayla before. So what was that ayla before? Well, if you hold that what they, what they brought at Harsinai was not a carbon tamid, then it was, a, it was an ayla's re'iyah. I don't understand. Elis Ria also requires Hefshefini to us. So what's the answer of the Gemara? So Rashi addresses, if you look at Rashi over here, Mika Midi, go right across to the Gemara. Rashi is saying that a carbon tamid has specific dinim because it's a carbon chiv. This is how you have to bring it. Elis Ria, they brought it on their own. They, they were inspired to bring an Elis Ria. So we, they, they, there were Eilis, Yitzchak, Avram, Yitzchak, right? They brought Eilis as well. So there was an Eilis Re'iyah, meaning it didn't have to conform to the rules because it wasn't a carbon chiyuva, says Rashi. So this is, um, speaks this out as well. Okay, he says, a little bit difficult to re- re- read into Tesis, but he says, Tesis says, Dafka kami bayale, here's the kasha, mishim deikar hafshet v'nituach b'gufe, avam e'olus ri'a afagab de'emes hu detu, una hafshet, right, there's, t- there's basically Tesis is addressing that kasha, yes, e'olus ri'a needs hafshet v'nituach as well, like kasha midi, kivan delav b'gufe ksiv, okay? All right, and like we explained, like, Tesis, the way the Mepharshim explained Tesis, a little bit different of a kinech than Rashi, Okay, that since the Pasuk says, Oilas Tamid Ho'asuya Bahar Sinai, we see it was established at that point. And since it was established, it had to conform to the rules of, of, of a Tamid. Okay, and therefore, as opposed to Re'iyah, did not have to conform. So, similar ideas that are being expressed in Rashi, they're both addressing, both Rashi and Tesis are addressing this point that, in, okay, but for e- either way you explain it, the Oilas Re'iyah would not have required Hashem Yitua. Now, Rabbi Lazar, who's the third sheet that holds at the Oilah that was before? That the oil that was brought before Mount Taira was was a re'iyah. The Tanya oilas tamid asuya b'har Sinai. So it says oilas tamid asuya b'har Sinai. Rebbe Lazar Omer maaseha nemer b'Sinai the yatsma lekarva. Okay, that the the ma'asim we only spoke about it, right? We introduced the idea. However, yatsma lekarva that at Sinai there was no tamid. So we see clearly that he is in Camp Beishamai saying that it wasn't, the other that they brought was not a, 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 a Tamid, it must have been a Riyah, must have been an Elis Riyah. Now, Rabbi Kiva, he argues on Rabbi Lazar, right, remember Rabbi Kiva's in Camp Beishamai, but it happens to me in this Bryce that he argues, Rabbi Kiva, Karva Vashuvle Pascha. No, they did bring a carbon tamid, right? So we see that right here. Rekiva holds that they did bring a carbon tamid before. Vashuvle Pascha. Elamani, Mikayim, I. Now the Gemara is asking, how could, on Rabbi Kiva, how could Rabbi Kiva say that they brought a carbon, that they brought the carbon tamid? Elamani, Mikayim, Hazvachle, Menchal, he gashed to leave the midbar. The Navi Amos is, is chastising. He's giving muster to Kla Yisrael, saying, You guys didn't bring carbonos in the midbar. Arbaim Shana, for 40 years, Base Yisrael. Right, he says, Hazvachim, right, it's a Lashon Tamiyah. Did you bring, you didn't bring Karbonos. Basically, chastising for not bringing Karbonos. So how could you say that they brought all this Tamit at Harsinai, we see that they didn't bring Karbonos. So the Gemara says, no, that was a Kitchrug on Klai Yisrael. Okay, Shiftei Shal Levi, Shalei Abdu, but they say in that the Shevet Levi, meaning Mestama, what we're saying is that the reason, the, the Bnei Yisrael is fascinating. We see from here that the Bnei Yisrael did not bring Karbonos. Klai Yisrael because of the Chet Eagle. The Mepharshim try to ask and they try to understand. I don't understand the Chet Eagle is forgiven. Some try to say it's a Chet Maragam. But the Gemara seems to be Masha, it's a chet, because of the Chet Eagle, Klai Yisrael did not bring Karbonus in the Midbar. They didn't bring Karbonus in the Midbar, right? And that's what we're talking about here. The Levi brought them, but Karbonus were brought in. And who brought the Carbon Talmud? The Liam, Kayanam, right? That's who brought it, okay? So that's what we keep holds. Now, that's all in Kampe Shammai that, the, that there was no Carbon, there was no Carbon Talmud in the Midbar. It must have been Lufne Mountain Terra, meaning. Sorry, Lefnei Mount and Tara, that there was no 
cover. Tell me there must have been an Ois Riyah. Base Hillel, can't base Hillel. Base Hillel, right? Base Hillel, Rabbi Shegli and Rabbi Kiva all hold that what they brought before Mount Torah was a carbon. Tell me not a Ois Riyah, meaning tying it back to Ois Riyah, because Base Hillel holds that only, only Shlaman was brought before, before only Shalmi, like a, like a, um, Shalmi Chagiga were brought before, but not, but not Ois Riyah. Okay, so the oil must have been a tamid. So basil had the amram. Rabbi Kiva hanami the amran. Rabbi Kiva, we just right, we just brought Rabbi Kiva right before there to argue on the third sheet of Eliezer. Rabbi Yosi Aglili. Now Rabbi Yosi Aglili, how does Rabbi Yosi Aglili know that the carbon that they brought lefnei hadibur before before mountain Torah was a carbon? Tamid the tanya. Rabbi Yosi Aglili. Oimer shalosh mitzvahs nistabi yisobal eloisam leregel. So this is that brisa. This is that brisa that we started off the masechta quoting that there are three mitzvahs being oil leregel. Reiyah chagiga v'simcha. Spoke it out. Here's the thing. Each one has a unique property that don't apply to the other two. So, let's go through. What mitzvah only applies to Ria, not to the other two, not to Shami Simcha? And to Karban Chagiga, Shaharia, Ela, Kula, Legavaya. It's all, it's a carbon oil. That it's a Shami Simcha and Chagiga are both eaten by the Bible. So there's a din of Chagiga that does not apply to those two. Shechagiga, here it is. So we see clearly he holds that the oil that they brought before was not an oilus riyah because he says that is one of the ways, that is how Shalmei Chagiga differentiate themselves from the other two, is that only Shalmei Chagiga was lefnei hadibar. That was the shlaman. So what was the oil? If it wasn't an oilus riyah, it must have been a... If it wasn't Eilus Riyah, the Eilam must have been a carbon tamid. Okay? And that's going to be all right. Now let's finish up the price. Simcha applies to both men and women. Okay? Fine. So now, Rabbi Shmuel. Now, okay, good. So when we have our settled teams over here, we have on the one side, Beishamai, Beishamai, Rabbi Shmuel, and Rabbi Lazar, who all hold that. The oil that was brought before Matantar was an oil Sriyah. We have Basil, Rabbi Aglili, and Rabbi Akiva, who all hold that the oil that was brought before Matantar was a carbon tabin. Now, let's just go back. We're just going to ask one final question, and then we're going to have one last shadow, and we're going to finish up. Okay? But what's, what's the last question? The reason why we said in Shitas Rabbi Yishmael that it could not have been. It could not have been a Tamid was because Rabbi Shmuel held that only the general rules, the Kholos, the outlines, was given at Har Sinai, and the Dinah weren't explained till later. And a carbon Tamid, by its nature, requires Hefshif Tuach. And you can't say that the rules change. If they brought a carbon Tamid before, they have to do it with Hefshif Tuach. And if, Hefshif, if you hold that they didn't even teach the Dinah of Hefshif Tuach until later, it couldn't have been. Frek the Gemara, really, Rabbi Shmuel, my time will come midamasle. Why did you establish Rabbi Shmuel to be like Beishamai? Meaning, we don't want Rabbi Shmuel, ideally, even though Tesis addresses, we don't really want Rabbi Shmuel to be like Beishamai. We'd rather not. I mean, we'd rather him be like Beishamai. Rabbi Lozer, we don't have a problem with necessarily because, first of all, we can't get around it. But second of all, Rabbi Lozer Shamuti, right? I mean, Shamutihu, right? We, it's already established that Rabbi Lozer follows Beishamai and, and we don't go like that. But Rabbi Shmuel, we're not, we're not, so, we're not so comfortable with that. Right, that was the kasha. Right, we have, in your Shrubi Shmuel, we tried to say from the fact that we only learned the Kholis at Sinai, we can't have changed the rules later. Basically, Mar is now going to say, We see, however, himself, who was on team base Hillel, 
which basically said that the oil that they brought before Mount Torah was a Tamid, guess what? He holds the same thing, that they changed the rules later, that there was a Kalos and there was purpose. Where do we see that? The Tanya, the Bible says, Rabbi Yisrael, the Oymer, Olishah, Kuf Yisrael, Midbar, Eina, Tu'una, Hefshev, Nituach, Lefisha, Eina, Hefshev, Nituach, Elama, Elama, Ve'elach. So we see the rules did change. So it must be, Sami Mikan, Rabbi Shmuel. Yeah, so Rabbi Shmuel is going to be taken off of team Beishamai, Beishamai Malazar, okay? And we have no raya that Rabbi Shmuel holds that the oil that they brought before was in others. In others, could have been a carbon tumid. Okay, by that logic. And it could be, yeah, the, the rules did change. Next. One last Shiloh. So now we went into this suya, the psukim over here. Okay, and I don't have a chumash, but maybe you guys have the psukim in here. It'll be a little easier to visualize it if you actually see the psukim. The Pasuk says, when we talk about the two carbonas that they brought, okay, they brought. The Pasuk says, How do we read this? So the Pasuk says, So now we want to know, the Gemara is asking, they brought oilois and they brought shlamim. What type of animals were the oilois? Meaning, do I read it, like the Gemara says, Pause. Which, what are oilois equals kivasim? So were there two different types of animals? Or, maybe I read it all as one. Maybe Oila and Shlamim were both Parim. Okay? So, I, the question is we know, right? One second. We just, and Texas addresses this. We just said, that it could have been Oyos Tamim. Oyos Tamim can't be brought from a power. So what are you talking about? So he says, just like in those shitas, it was Nishtanu later, for in regards to Heshek and Etuach, so too, maybe it could be that the original Tamid, before the, we know the rules, we only talked to general, we only talked to, before we know the specifics, maybe the original Oyla could have been, right? Because we're trying to say, well, I knew there were Oyla's, and I knew there were Shlamim, were they both Parim, or were the Oyla's Kvalsim, and, and were the Shlamim Parim? Well, Tais is asking, what do you mean? We'll look at a carbon tumid. According to that man number, tumid has to be keva. So of course, that answers the question. No, because according to that man number, it could have changed as well. We could have just like we changed from hefshek to But now, either way, with the shilas, the gemara wants to know lemay nafkemina. What is the nafkemina? Okay, marzutcher amar for people like me, people who are about kairi. Marzutcher amar the pisuk timer. Where do I right? It's very technical over here. Is it an esnachda or a zakev katan? Meaning, how do I read the pasuk? Vayishlach es narei vayishlach es narei vayalu oilois. Pause, okay, katan, or it's knocked up, okay? Do I read it that way? Or do I read it with like a, uh, right? do I read it as one continuous or do I put a pause there? So that's one. No, it's much more, it's not just for, for it's nage, it could be nage to anybody, okay? Not just how to properly read it. If somebody says, I'm going to bring an oila, like they brought in the midbar. My, parim havu, kvasim havu. So we need to know, in case somebody would, would commit, would make a nether to bring a carbon like that, is it kvasim or is it parim? And the Gemara says, Teiko. We did not, we, we don't know. So I'll do a very quick review. I know it's late. All right. So we started off just discussing, we had a machlikis beisham and beisil in regards to, um, at what point the child has to be brought up by his father. We know it's not 
the normal age of chinuch, which is once the child no longer leads the mother, the question is, is it once, you know, the lower age, once his father can carry him, even if he can't walk, or does he have to be able to walk? Okay, and the Gemara said, the Gemara wanted to know, until that point, who brought him here? So the Gemara answered, and was, the Gemara was assuming that I don't, like at least the Rashi says it, is that the mother doesn't need to come up to eat Shalmei Simcha. So the Gemara answers, no. That the mother does, because like we explained according to the Mepharshim, that the mitzvah menamuchar is for the woman to come up to be with her husband and her husband in Baila, in Yerushalayim, and then she would eat the karbanas there. Okay, so that was the Iker Mitzvah Simcha. So the mother would have brought the child up. Okay, next. We wanted to know, Shiloh, is what about a katan chiger according to Beishamai? Because anyways, he's riding on his father's shoulders. Or a suma, according to both of them, because anyways, Beis Hillel, the, the father is leading the child up, so he doesn't need to be able to see. Now, no, the walk doesn't be able to see. So again, if it's going to only, like with the Mara said, of course, if it's a permanent handicap, no question, because the whole point of chenech is, is to repair him for later in life. If it's never going to get healed, what's the point of repairing him? But if it's going to get healed anyway on its own, okay, does that child have a mitzvah? And the Gemara, the Gemara said a rule. We answered the Shaila. Baya said that kolhecha de gadol pater midor raisa. Then, okay, midorabanon katan pater. Okay, so that's going to follow. And since midor raisa, the father would would be pater. So too the katan, even though the katan doesn't need to be able to see to get up there and doesn't need to be because we could carry by his father according to Beishamai. Okay, still we're going to follow the same rules. Okay, and then we got into machlekes of when I know I have two karbanos. I have an oilus reiya and a shalmei chagiga. Shammai says the oil needs to be two, and the shamachika could be one. Beisol says the other way around. What are the rayas to Beishamai? Beishamai says number one, an oil is more chashiv. Number two, that I learned from Atzeres by Shvuas, there are more oilists than shlamim. Beis Hillel says that um, number one, uh, I need two achilas on a shlamim, so therefore my shlamim has to be more. I need, like we explained, larger quantity of meat. And number two, <coughs> the nesiim. Um, was more shlomim than others. So we see it could be more. Okay, and then they had to answer for each other. Okay, that Beishamai said, I don't want to learn from, you can't learn from the Nesim because, I'm sorry, Beishol uh, said, and the other reason is Yeshna Lofnei Ha Diba, right? So the reason that, and to Achilles, that was to answer one of the challenges for um, Beishamai. Yes, you're saying an Eula is more chashev. I agree, it's more chashev, says Beishol to Beishamai, but I do need more meat out of it. That's why it's two. And the other challenge, which, which he said, from Atzeres, so Beisol says, well, these are carbon yachid, I'm not going to learn carbon yachid, I'm going to learn carbon yachid from the Nesim, which is another carbon yachid, not from Shavuos, and Beishamai had to answer Beishol's reasons by saying, number one, that um, I'm not going to learn from Nesim because that's Lodiris, okay, I'd rather learn from Atzeres, I'm not going to learn from Nesim because that was a one-time thing, I'd rather learn from Shavuos because that's Lodiris, and like we said, um, and like we said, that <coughs> that which Beis Hill says that Chagiga is Yeshem Lefnei Adibar, Beis says, guess what? I hold Ria was also Lefnei Adibar because that other carbon they brought that Eila was another Ria. And Beis Hill is going to hold that no. That was a, uh, that was a, um, it was carbon tummy. That was the other Lefnei Adibar. And then we divided that into teams. We said Beis Shammai, Rebbe Lazar, and Rebbe Shmuel. Rebbe Shmuel, we ended up removing because the whole reason why we said that Rishwam must have held like Beishamai that the other they brought was Re'iyah and couldn't have been a Tamid was because you can't bring a Tamid and then change the rules later. Rebbe Yishmael holds that the rules, only the colors were set at Sinai and the rules were not explained until later and that we ended up showing up at the end of the Gemara because we saw where basically we were willing to say that they explained the rules later and they could, we could have changed it. Okay, so we took Rebbe Yishmael off Team Beishamai and then on Team Beishamai we had Rebbe Akiva, we had Beishamai and we had Rebbe Yishmael again that all hold that the oil that they brought before Mount Terah was a 
carbon tamid. Okay, and then we finally just ended it off with the shaila of we want to know how to read that pasuk by by. Um, <coughs> Parim was parim for both the oilis and the shlamim, or was it do we pause after vayalu oilis? That's a different type of coming. That's a keves and vayizbechus vachim shlamim parim, and we 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 bleib shver. We left it with the takeu.